Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. We don't praise God for everything. We praise God in everything. Jesus didn't praise God for Gethsemane. He praised God in Gethsemane. He did not praise God for the cup of wrath as though he was some cruel master. He praised God while he drank from it and faith for what comes after because he understood that Pentecost always comes after Passover. And so no matter our current circumstance, we sing his praises. After all, as we are promised in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 14, that we have here on this earth no continuing city, but we who believe seek for one that is to come. By him, speaking of Jesus, therefore let us offer the sacrifice of our praise to God continually, that is, the fruits of our lips, giving thanks to his name. You see, the truth is, is that God has already promised us great and mighty things. There are rewards coming. Jesus then came and paid the price for it. He made a way for us to be grafted in, adopted, for us to be made righteous, for us to partake of those promises. Oh, that city that is not made by hands, it is coming. So even when all of the works of man or crumbling, we can keep praising. Because all his promises are yes and amen, and they will surely come to fruition. So whether or not you can have a spiritual joy in the midst of a physical tribulation depends on where your faith is, on where your heart is, on what you value, what do you consider your treasure, your pearl of great price? Is it the cities and infrastructure around you? Is it this temporary world system? Is it economics, finances, materialism? Is it a counterfeit spirituality that focuses you on the temporary while the promises of God direct your attention? to what comes after the latter judgment. O Lord, let us examine our hearts today on whether or not we truly be in the faith. Lord, we fix our eyes on things eternal, on the prize of the cross of Jesus Christ, on that which you have paid for us at the cost of your life. Therefore, when things get hard and the days unsure, that there is an eternal reward coming. No, there is not one city in all of this world that will continue forever. The end has been prophesied from the beginning. We put our hope in things beyond it, in things eternal, in new Jerusalem. Therefore, when things get hard and the days unsure, Remember what is written in the word and know that it's time to trust the Lord. Because that even in the outpouring of the final wrath of God upon the earth, 
when all manner of destruction is unleashed, oceans rage, mountains fall, and men are burned with unquenchable heat. We read in God's unfailing, unchanging word that the saints of God will be heard singing in the fires and will not be hurt. Oh, stir up your faith reading through the pages of this most holy word, this history book of the ages. We have the story of the three Hebrew boys to draw from. So no matter how hard, it's simply time to trust the Lord. Jesus paid a very high price to drink that cup of wrath for us so that his bride would be covered and protected in the latter time. Don't refuse the great gift that he has purchased for you with his own blood and suffering. Believe in him and what he did. Repent. Come into marriage covenant and trust him to be a good husband. Furthermore, if he is able to take care of us through these impossible, unimaginable things to come, then how much more is he able to tend to your needs in the lesser things that we will face in the coming days and leading up to it? If he can protect you from a fervent heat that will melt according to scripture, even the very elements, then can he not defend you against the smallest things? Can he not provide all of your needs in the temporary? Can he not bring you into great victories? Oh, dear heart, it's time to trust the Lord. So coming back to our opening point, no, he does not expect us to be happy about everything that is happening, nor everything that will come to pass. He himself grieves over it. Yet he does expect us to praise him through it. For he has made a way of escape for us from it. He is a very present help in times of trouble. He will walk with us through it and we will not be destroyed. He will give us new life a purpose, a glorified body, and a place at his side in New Jerusalem. So in all things that lead to the fulfilling of that promise granted to us through the inheritance of faithful Abraham, we will simply trust him and keep on singing. Let us read in Isaiah chapter 24 verse 13 a prophecy concerning these things. It says, when thus it shall be in the midst of the land among the people, there shall be a shaking as of an olive tree and as of the gleaning of grapes when the vintage is done. Understand that the grape harvest prophetically is the harvest of sinners. It's the wrath of God. We're told that they will be made to drink of the wine cup of the wrath of his indignation from the great winepress of the ages. But the saints, it says, 
They shall lift up their voice. They shall sing for the majesty of the Lord. They shall cry aloud from the sea. Wherefore glorify ye the Lord in the fires. Even the name of the Lord of Israel in the isles of the sea. You see, they're not praising him for the fires. They're praising him in the fires. Nobody wants to see that terrible day of the Lord and not be ready. It breaks God's heart. That's why it pleased him to bruise his son that he might make a way of escape for us who would believe enough to grab hold of it. Nevertheless, must judgment be poured out upon the rebellious, the prideful, and the wicked. Oh, but the remnant that humbled themselves before the mighty hand of God and believed him and obeyed him and kept his commandment and preached righteousness through the ages. They will praise him and they will sing in the midst of these unimaginable things, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, and those that see it, it will be a final witness to the wicked and bring glory to the king of heaven. Just as it did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who was given to us upon whom the ends of the world have come for an example and admonition. So we close in Daniel chapter 3, verse 23. And as we read, let it truly sink in. Let it be implanted in your spirit and let your heart draw faith and a confidence and reassurance from it that he is no respecter of persons. If he did it before, he will do it again. In fact, he did it for them to build your faith in his ability to do it for the remnant at the end of the ages. And if so be it, even for you right now in your own personal furnace of affliction. It says, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished, and rose up in haste, and spake, and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fires? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. But he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come Come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire, and the princes and governors and captains and the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power, nor was the hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's words and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any other God. 
Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut into pieces, and their house shall be made a dunghill. Because that there is no other God who can deliver after this sort. Get it in your spirit. No matter what you're facing, what trial or tribulation, what furnace of affliction or impossible situation, it's time to trust the Lord. Father, we come to you today in all confidence, knowing that you have said so clearly in your word that you will be with us wherever it is that you send or position us, even if it's in a fiery furnace. We will remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We will remember how you stood with them in the midst of trial and tribulation, how it wasn't your will to deliver them out of the storm, but to walk with them through it, keeping them safe from all harm so that others could see and believe for more. Not just a God who brings us to impossibilities, but a God who brings us through with miraculous testimonies to stir the faith of others for victories in the face of their battles and difficulties. Oh, we trust you, Lord, because everything that we have seen only convinces us all the more to trust you for the things that are yet to come. You have been faithful from the beginning. You have told us in the pages of our great history book of the ages, all the things that we see coming to fruition in these last days. Not one word that you have spoken has fallen to the ground, but everything that you have said has proven to be true beyond the possibility of coincidence or circumstance, it would be foolish not to trust you. I can tell you this, my friend, that every mistake of my life, every moment of regret started from an instant when the Lord spoke and I didn't believe it. Or I thought I could do it another way. I thought I could make it a little more easy. No, trust me. Even if he calls you to go through Gethsemane, then bend the knee as we have been given the example by Christ our King and say, not my will, thy will be done. I trust your wisdom. It will bring me to the best destination. Doesn't matter how impossible the fulfilling of his promises, he will accomplish it. Keep seeing it, keep believing it, keep praising him, keep waiting. Don't start straying don't lose your faith because the only way that you miss it is the same way that the israelites did in the wilderness when he said that they could not enter into their promise because of unbelief so again my friend believe what i'm saying it's time to trust the lord This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.